The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. <laughs> Did you hear that? Welcome to the Salmon Says Podcast. How's it going? Today we're going to talk about a person maybe you're familiar with, maybe you're not. Well, I'm sure you're familiar with some of the voices he does and some of the movies he directed. His name is Frank Oz, okay? Not his given name, but that's his stage name. It's it's a shortened version of his given name. Now, Frank Oz is a... Uh, not only it was a puppeteer for the Muppets, did a million voices, but he's a great director as well of many movies besides the Muppet movies. He did Little Shop of Horrors. He directed uh, What About Bob? He directed Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Stepford Wives. Uh, let's see, what else? House Sitter, all the Muppet movies. He was Yoda's voice in all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Frank Oz, okay? So let's talk about him. He's kind of getting a shaft here from Disney, and this is another reason why I'm not a big Disney fan. I grew up a big Disney fan growing up in Southern California. You know, it was all about Disney and, oh, and Mickey Mouse, and oh, boy, it was swell. But now, <clears throat> thank you, uh, now it is not so much, okay? I'm not a big Disney fan. The way this company has, has ran things and took over the world, and uh, here's another reason why I'm upset. This is an article that was on Yahoo Entertainment by Ethan Alter, senior writer for Yahoo Entertainment. He says, uh, for generations of children, Muppet Master Jim Henson and Frank Oz were a comedy duo on the level of Abbott and Costello and Lowell Hardy. Even after Henson's death in 1990, Oz continued to portray such beloved characters as Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Bert, and Grover. Okay, Since the early 2000s, though, the puppeteer and filmmaker has been infrequent presence in the, existed, uh, the intended extended Muppet verse. A decision that Oz himself didn't make. Uh, in a revealing interview with The Guardian, Oz claims that he essentially been forced into retirement by the current powers that be in control of Muppets and Sesame Street, respectively Disney, who acquired the rights back in 2004. And he can't even do the voices anymore of Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, Bert, or Grover. He says, uh, I'd love to do them up again, but Disney doesn't want me, and the Sesame Street hasn't asked me for 10 years, Oz says. They don't want me because I won't follow orders and I won't do the kind of Muppets they believe in. Now, before you get judged, here's what he says. Oz goes on to say that he deliberately avoids watching anything Muppet-related. The soul's not there. The soul is what makes things grow and be funny. I miss them and I love them. Okay, he says, uh, he talks about his good friend Jim Henson. He says, uh, the Disney deal is probably what killed Jim. It made him sick, he says. Michael Eisner, Disney, the then chairman and CEO, was trying to get Sesame Street 2, which Jim wouldn't allow, but Jim was not a dealer. He was an artist, and it was destroying him. It really was. Now, those of you who don't know, Jim Henson passed away. He was a uh, Scientology belief, believed in Scientology, and I think he got some kind of bacterial infection or something. Anyways, um, so... He goes on to talk about that. But Frank Oz not allowed, not even invited back to do any Disney voices, or I should say Muppet voices, or Sesame Street voices, now both owned by Disney. And Sesame Street is now on HBO only, which is all kinds on different levels of screwed up. Really? Because you want your kids to tune on, hey, I'm going to watch Sesame Street, okay. And the kid doesn't have the right time, and there's some movie, uh, you know, inappropriate movie for adults playing on HBO or some programming. You really want... Sesame Street on HBO, on the same channel as that stuff? I mean, I never understood that move. I, I don't get it at all. And then Disney bought the rights to the Muppets and Sesame Street. Now Disney owns Star Wars, so I'm sure he's not going to be Yoda anymore. They'll get somebody else. 
And, of course, they're going to completely exploit that, make a new movie every year, and completely ruin the, you know, sacredity, if that's a word, of Star Wars. Star Wars was so sacred. You know, they had the three movies, and you didn't have anything for, like, 30 years. And then they started making the new three movies. Okay, great. And now they're making a movie every year. It's like, all right, you know, yeah, they're kind of doing this and this and this. They're making it into a series rather than a movie. You know, it's almost... And I think it's going to ruin the... You know, take an example like... uh, Back to the Future, okay? They made the three Back to the Futures. Now, if they came back and made more Back to the Futures, you know, uh, I don't think it would go over very well. But then if they start doing that every year, it would really lose its luster of the original. And that's what Disney is doing to Star Wars. Okay? So, I don't I don't think it's right. I, I know it's not right. Frank Oz is just a terrific director. He's also uh, been in several movies, you may not have known. So besides being a great voice actor, he's a great director. I mentioned all the names he did. Uh, all Some of the other characters he did on Muppets, and I didn't realize this, he did a ton. Him and Jim Henson did a ton of voices. So we said Miss Piggy. We said Fozzie Bear. He did Animal. He did Sam the Eagle. I, for one, am appalled. Uh, let's see. He did Cookie Monster. Uh, hey, Ernie. See, I can't do Bert. And then Grover on Sesame Street. And that's just a, some of them. Uh, it goes on. But talented guy. And Disney says, ah, we're done with you. It's, it's, it's a sad deal. It really is. And, you know, the Muppets shows, when they tried to bring it back, ABC tried to do one and make it more of an adult show. I watched about three episodes. And I'm like, this is crap. It really is. It had, like, adult-themed stuff to it. And I'm like, this is not uh, this is not Muppets. This is not the the wholesome Muppets. And I, I can understand what Frank Oz is saying to a degree. I mean, I was never worked for the Muppets, and so I was never, you know, part of the of the group. But I understand that the wholesomeness is gone when Disney took over. They tried to make it a night show, then they tried to bring it back as more clean, again on a TV show, and it just didn't fly. And I don't know why it didn't fly. Perhaps it'll die. But I don't know. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh so I love the Muppets. You know, the new Muppet movies, he he had nothing to do with, but he directed pretty much all the old original Muppet movies. Uh, while we're on the subject, the guy that does... Steve Whitmire did Kermit after Jim Henson passed. And Steve Whitmire was good. His his, I didn't think his tone was the best, you know, as Kermit. I mean, his, he didn't really necessarily sound like Kermit as Jim Henson did, but he was better than the guy that does it now. And Steve Whitmire had a terrific sense of humor, very quick-witted, uh, but he got let go. And there's kind of conspiracy about that, too. That's a whole other thing. And then um, the guy that does it now, I don't know who does it now. But he sounds nothing like Kermit. He doesn't have the wit of Whitmire or of Jim Henson. And it's sad. It really is. It's just ruining it. They should have asked me to do Kermit. You guys know I can do Kermit, right? Yeah. So this kind of reminds me of a skit that we did in college called Behind the Muppets. And this is, Disney didn't own Muppets then. But this is something that they would do. I could see them doing in the future if they haven't have it in the works already about the Muppet characters and a situation they would do. Remember VH1 used to have those shows on, you know, VH1 when they actually showed music videos. Um, VH1, uh, for those of you who are, you know, under 30, VH1 was a, they used to show music videos, songs had videos, and they showed those on TV, okay? And they, one of those was MTV, and they stopped doing that like 30 years ago. And then VH1, maybe it wasn't quite that long. VH1 used to show video as well, video hits one. So anyways, 
And they used to do these behind the music, which I kind of enjoyed. They were little documentaries, not very long, uh, about bands and singers and stuff. You know, the story leading up to their success or the downfalls and stuff. So, anyways, we kind of made one in college, something like that, called Behind the Muppets. Here's that. They had it made. But what happened that made someone snap and ruin a good thing? When Behind the Muppets continues. This is Salmon Says. It's Behind the Muppets. In the 1970s, there were many popular TV shows, but none that involved puppets that could sing and dance. None, that is, until The Muppet Show. Cast member Kermit the Frog. Uh, we wanted to do something that would make the audiences young and old laugh and sing and want more at the end of the night. On September 18, 1967, The Muppet Show made its debut to households everywhere across the country. They did exactly that by not only singing and dancing, but having big-name stars on the show. Entertainers included Bob Hope, Mark Hamill, and Raquel Welsh. Next, fame goes right to Fozzie's head, and he has to make the most important decision of his life when Behind the Muppets continues. Just when things couldn't get any better, they came to an abrupt halt. Fozzie's, one of the stars of The Muppet Show, gets into a car crash and goes into the emergency room. Longtime friend, Kermit the Frog. When I got the call about Fozzie's crash, I, uh, I couldn't believe what I heard. Was this the end of the funniest bear in showbiz, not to mention the end of The Muppet Show? Fozzie was accused and convicted of drunk driving. His blood alcohol level was at 1.5, way over the legal limit. Fozzie had to check into AA and was kicked off The Muppet Show. Co-star Miss Piggy. It's Miss Piggy, you twit! hey Fozzie dropped in and out of AA and rehab and was trying stand-up in the local clubs around town. Kermit the Frog. Uh, Fozzie was way funnier when he was drunk. When the network found out, though, they fired him immediately and asked no questions. Could Fozzie ever get out of the sinful lifestyle? Later, Fozzie finds happiness in a sober lifestyle when Behind the Muppets continues. After a full season of No Fozzie Bear on the Muppet Show, Fozzie was ready to come back, but would the network executives have him back? With ratings plummeting and skits not getting many laughs, The Muppet Show was about to be canceled and in desperate need of some humor. It was saved by none other than Fozzie Bear. Uh, the bear saved her. Uh, why did the stock market recover? Because across the street, waka waka waka. All was good for the future of The Muppet Show. The ratings improved, and Fozzie was back as a new bear. I feel like a new bear. Fresh out of hibernation. Waka waka waka. And so, with honor of Frank Oz and Jim Henson, for that matter, I'm going to do some of the Muppet and Sesame Street voices I do. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, it's Kermit. How's it going? All right. Yay! Yay for Frank Oz. We miss Jim Henson. Mm, he's sad. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make bath time so much fun. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, Bert. Hello. Today, we are going to cook with Grover. First, we take flour, and we have to mash it up. Oh, but Grover don't like mashing flowers. They're so pretty. Oh, well. Doop -doop. Oh, my flower garden. Goodbye. It's, it's Cookie Monster. I love cookies. Oh, microphone tastes good, too. Nom, nom, nom. No, no, don't chew a microphone. Okay, no. Don't chew a microphone. So there you go. All right. Some some of those voices in honor of Frank Oz and of the late Jim Henson. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Salmon Says Podcast. Copyright 2021 Salmon Says Media. Thanks for tuning in.